Hello everyone, welcome to the 5 Minutes PM Podcast. Today I'd like to continue talking about highly effective teams. If you remember, last week I covered targets and clear plans, effective communication, positive relationship among members, clear roles and responsibilities. This week I want to start talking about mutual trust. And what is mutual trust? This is one of the toughest aspects of a highly effective team. Because it's very hard. It requires time for you to develop a mutual trust. You need to trust in members of your team. And this is not something that I can do just a meeting and say, oh, now it's time for you to trust on him or her and it's over. No. The mutual trust is the basis that allow people to work together, to allow social interactions. And this is not simple. When you have a mutual trust, you improve communication, you improve commitment, you improve loyalty. And this is not something that you can teach someone in a half an hour course or in a two-day course. It takes time. But the results are extremely powerful because mutual trust will drive me to the sixth aspect of the highly effective teams. It's efficient decision-making process. Because many times when you don't trust, you just start procrastinating decision-making. And this, if I can tell you about a nightmare in a team, is the lack of decision. It's very important that the team build ways of making decisions. It can be a democratic way, but you can use the team member with the highest knowledge about the topic that you are trying to decide. And because people trust, people will be together on that. It's very important that you recognize the problem, that you define the problem, that you collect information, that you define possible solutions that you select the best solution, that you implement this best solution because it's not a matter of only selecting, that you understand and evaluate the results. And in order to make this effective, one pillar is trust, but the other pillar is diversity. And diversity is something so easy to identify, but so hard to practice. And for me, I'm very happy because I work in my work at the UN. Diversity is a key topic because I work in a multicultural environment. All kinds of backgrounds, religious backgrounds, cultural backgrounds, perceptions of life. And this is what allows us to create innovative solutions. It's very hard that you get 10 people that think very close to come up with a different understanding. So we need to sometimes to force this diversity because if people respect each other, the diversity will be the spice that makes the team to understand and to do a self-criticism of the work that they do. And this is very, very important. And diversity can be geographical diversity, but it can be also age diversity. It can be religious diversity. It's very, very important because it's, you can have such a great amount of benefits because you improve communications, you improve knowledge, 
you create alternative ways of decision making. You, it's something like you break the hierarchy, the concept of status barrier. You improve the solutions. And this will help you on my eighth topic. This improves your conflict management. And conflict is another very misunderstood aspect. I recorded many podcasts about that. Many people think that conflict is something dysfunctional. And let me tell you, the bad conflict is dysfunctional. But there are many, many very positive conflicts that make the team move, that reinforce the group cohesion, that improves comprehension, that improves self-knowledge. So don't, don't think that conflict is something, oh, I have a good team. Nobody disagree on anything. And then let me ask you, is this a good approach for conflict management? Maybe not. Highly effective team. They put a lot of conflict on the table in an extreme positive way. An extreme in order to collaborate, to commit themselves, in order to find the best solution. And last but not least is the recognition of professional development. We need to understand when we are in a team that we are leading and treating with individuals. And they have their aspirations. So highly effective teams fulfill also the basic individual needs. For example, I'm joining a team, but I have my own aspects. And I need to create incentives for myself too. And many times when I say, okay, let's treat the team as only one single identity. And then let's create an incentive that fulfills the team. But this could be very risky because maybe one individual in your team has a different set of incentives. Let's give you an example. Money is not an incentive for everyone. For some people, it's a great incentive. But for other people, it's not. Maybe a recognition letter, maybe a certificate of accomplishment. It's something great too. Maybe a talk during lunchtime. So you need to understand that a highly effective team, each team member is treated as an individual, as a vital part of the engine of the team. And this is what makes the team successful. We need to understand that it's not treating the team as one single identity that will solve and sort out all the problems. You need to treat them as an individuals with different sets of skills and the same objective. And this is why they are together in a highly effective team. So just to wrap up what I said in these two podcasts, we need to understand that great teams, they have clear targets, clear plans. They communicate effectively. They have very positive relationships. They have clear roles and responsibilities. They trust each other. They can take decisions in an efficient way. They give value and they promote diversity. They manage properly the conflict. And every single human being on the team is considered as one individual with proper recognition of his or her work, with proper opportunities to develop. This is what builds a highly effective team. And highly effective teams deliver great project results. And this is what matters. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. 
See you next week with another 5 Minutes PM podcast.